Hey, Cask Chasers, we'll start the show in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor. There are two whiskeys in the Impex portfolio I'm currently ex- excited about, mainly because of how warm it's getting. Okay. And that is Oishi and Fukano. Okay. Right, these are Japanese whiskeys made from rice. Yeah. So you get this sort of soft, floral, citrusy character coming through. It could be drunk just by itself. But I make a highball out of that. Mm. Yeah, right? Little whiskey, little seltzer water, some ice, maybe maybe a little lemon in there. Okay. That's your summer day right there. Okay. That's just boom. I think even you could do that. Mm. Maybe. I may just sneak in a little highball without you being aware. You're slippery like that. Impex Beverages, by the way. Yeah. Proud sponsor of the Cast Chasers podcast. Oh, yeah. This is Sam Hewan. Pour yourself a wee dram and settle in. This is the Cask Chasers podcast. Easy for you to say. up guys um, you first bobby not me you know what i am i'm okay i'm okay today. no 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 i didn't ask how you're doing i said what's up we have the program man listen <laughs> I, I remember i've been rehearsing my scottish accent for our upcoming <laughs> i, I want to talk to him not in, in, in his dialect you're you're scottish russo australian yes, it's, it's he's it's not going to be terrible do you want to hear it i'd love to katie how about you put glaciers together <laughs> for me to drink from? Is that good? You remember that time I did an impression of Bobby when uh, he wasn't there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all my accents are Russian. We're, I, I should have told you that. It's all right. I think it's just becoming clear we should stick with talking to whiskey and none of us do impressions. <laughs> we'll let our guest. We'll let our guest be uh, be the Scott, I guess today. Yeah, so let me. We let can me, do that. Yeah. Let me ask you this before we introduce our guest for today. Um, and I'm going to start with Aaron here. Mm. Why are you excited to have this guest on today? I, so he's very attractive. No, that's not what I... Okay, Is that all? No, I, Is that uh, all? okay, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all, jo- all joking aside, um, there's a stigma, I think, to celebrity whiskeys, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where somebody says... To the point where we have the phrase celebrity whiskey, right? This is a fellow who is a celebrity, but he's a whiskey maker, right? Like, I, this is a whiskey that I had a little bit of trepidation about trying, and then I finally tried it, and I was like, wow. Well, if you're being honest, it's celebrity whiskey has a very negative, I guess, connotation yeah. to it. You might very you might call it a stigma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They buy in. It's almost like them in, you know, embracing a uh, a shoe brand or, you know, like a just kind of putting a stamp on something. Mm-hmm. This guy cares. Absolutely. 100% cares. I mean, he really does. Absolutely. And, and that's, for sure. that is from other people in the industry have told me that's worked with him and from, you know, as you'll hear in the interview and drinking his whiskey, you can just taste that he cares. So, yeah. So we're excited to talk to somebody who legitimately cares about whiskey, and we won't hold a celebrity status against him. And I won't use an accent. That's probably for the best. <laughs> Starting now. 
All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, cask chasers, without any further ado, we have for you today whiskey maker, philanthropist, actor, entrepreneur, creator of Sassanac Spirits, and star of the hit series Outlander and Men in Kilts, Sam Hewen. Hey there, Sam. How's it going? Cask chasers. Hey. What did you, Motley crew? Yeah, we try to be. Half description. (laughs) I love it. Hi, guys. Good to see hey. you. Good to see what you. What an awesome studio you guys have. Thanks. It's my kitchen. It's yeah. one of many <laughs> studios, not kitchens. <laughs> this is uh, similar to my my setup here, guys. I just want to say I'm 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 in uh, Malibu, and it, there's the ocean, obviously. And I hope that that sound is okay. No, it's. I perfect. hate the sound of the ocean. So if you could turn that, it's down. awful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I, I asked them. I asked them to tone it down a bit. But, um, <laughs> Appreciate that. It adds something. It adds a little bit of. Something we couldn't have brought to the table, and that's the sound. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. That's right. extra. That's yeah. extra. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We so were it. Yeah, it's thoughtful. Yeah. Hey, Hi. Thanks for doing this with us. We really appreciate it. You know, uh, our whiskey journey has, you know, brought us to a point where we've tried a lot of different things, and we had the opportunity to have the first batch here and loved it, and we knew we had to get you on. So mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting, but I, I love your show. I, I, you know, I've listened to a few or listened to sections of, of them, and I think it's great. It, it is, as you say, it's it's booming right now, and I think access is, is accessible as well. You know, people mm-hmm. it, maybe in the old times, I think you know, whiskey was kind of reserved for for elderly men, right? Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't very accessible. And now I think there's all these great stuff happening, especially in the US as well. Yeah, um, there's some incredible stuff happening. So it's, yeah. But um, no, great. Yeah, I think honestly, just um, great to know that, to let people know that, you know, that the whiskey is is finally uh, being released again, um, end of the month. And this is the third time, this is the third, um, the third batch, correct? The third release? It it is the second one in the US. Second um, US, yeah. But it is yes because we had we did have a small UK release, but I guess like all these things, you know, it's it, it's it's uh kind of unique stuff and we had to let it um mature and we had to obviously we didn't know how well it was going to do in the the first time around. So yeah, we're just we've been sort of chasing our tails and then I guess a little bit, you know, covid is is really um is has been uh slowed everything down, but really happy that it's finally finally back in uh in in America. Yeah, it was hard to get at first. We had to go to New Jersey to get it. And I don't know if you're familiar with New Jersey, but yeah. That's yeah. a, that shows how much we like <laughs> the, the mean streets of Jersey. <laughs> yeah, <he says> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, what is you know, I mean, the, the American system is is dare I say it completely crazy. Mm. You know, with every state having mm-hmm. different laws, and um, and we, you know, we we were all green and, and new to this, so we were literally working our way through it, and we. Uh, we're very fortunate. We managed to start shipping to, I think, about 25 different states um, early on. But yeah, I mean, it's still a process now. We're still applying to different states and trying to mm-hmm. slowly increase. But uh, it takes time. But yes, New Jersey. I'm. I've. I've been. I think it's a beautiful place. They sell great whiskey. Yeah, it's easy to get whiskey there. <laughs> so <I've heard>. Very. <laughs> Everything is legal in New Jersey. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, Sam, tell us a little bit about you know. And you could ask this a lot, but I want to twist it a little bit. Your journey in the world of whiskey, but specifically, I know you're a you're a fan of you know small distilleries and the the kind of the I guess the the romanticism behind whiskey itself. This is a great product. So Thank you. obviously, there's a lot of passion, love, and and you know truth put put into it. Do you relate that to your journey and what you appreciated in whiskey? And I know you started 
the London scene, but can you talk a little bit about that and what brought you to this gorgeous whiskey? Oh, it is. Slanger. And uh, cheers to that. I'll have to have a little sip. Um, yes. So I think you were absolutely right. I think, um, so I obviously travel a lot and, um, uh, work abroad a lot and and whiskey for me has always been something kind of emotional whenever i would have a little dram wherever it was you know wherever south africa or america or whatever it it always in a sense kind of brought me home it reminded me of scotland um you know and i'm a proud scotsman and um to be honest you know working on outlander you know i was approached by a lot of different distilleries um to to put my name to something to sort of white label so to speak uh something and 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 Every time I thought about it, I just, I just knew that it, it had to be right. And it wanted, I wanted it to be a sort of an extension of, I guess, myself, something that I enjoy. Um, and it just didn't feel right to, to just put my name to anything. Um, which was probably really difficult because then I realized, well, then I'm going to have to make my own whiskey. Um, so it really was a sort of two, three year process of, um, drinking a lot of whiskey, visiting a lot of distilleries, meeting some incredible, um, incredible people, um, all over Scotland and, and really deciding on, on, you know, what I wanted my expression to be. Um, and even at one point, you know, we were considering making an American whiskey, um, just because it was easier. It's actually easier here at the moment to make a single malt than it is in, in Scotland. But, um, yeah, so I guess, you know, short, the short story is that, I wanted to make something that was accessible, that something that I really love. I am extremely passionate about whiskey. And, um, yeah, I, I, I guess the, the, the proof is in the tasting, but I, it, it was extremely nerve wracking when it was finally released that would people actually enjoy this, this dram? Because it's something that, you know, we went through the whole process of finding the right distiller, um, the right master blender, then looking at different whiskeys and, and trying to create something that, that I really enjoy. And hopefully the other people like the same thing. And whiskey can be it's so personal, isn't it? Some people oh, just, yeah. you love certain things and you hate certain things. I think it's um, interesting. You said about American whiskeys and mm. the possibility your show Outlander, which I don't know if you've heard of. Um, but anyway, no, <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you heard, have you seen it yet? It's uh no, 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 I'm going to, I'm waiting for it to come on yeah, to, yeah. uh, so one of the things I love about it is, I mean, it's got the magic and everything. It's really cool, but there's a historical piece to it that I really appreciate. And your yep. character actually makes American whiskey. And yep. you know, when one you're, the, yeah, one of the first boot. people to do so. It's, yeah. Because yeah. Scotch, yeah. you know, Scott, Scottish immigrants, Irish immigrants came to the United States and kind of showed us how to do it. And although yep. bootleg, it's kind of a neat piece to that puzzle watching, you know, Jamie, that character make whiskey and. No spoilers, but it explodes and all Gosh, that. Gosh, did, yeah. did you not see it yet? <laughs> yeah. The disclaimers uh, on this spoiler, episode. <laughs> but um, it's anyway. definitely like, that's definitely one of the reasons why we started exploring doing an American whiskey. You know, it felt like it tied into the show, and obviously, you know, the name Sassanac it, it it does tie into the show. So, but having said that, I didn't want to, you know, just hang my whiskey on on the the outlander peg you know it really i wanted it to be something new and and, and as we were saying about you know traditional whiskey and the way people sell whiskeys it's very traditional very old school and um i felt i wanted to make something a bit more accessible something a bit more um i guess approachable you know for people that don't know whiskey that was going to be one of my questions too because if i've heard correctly you're a big fan of more of the the peated whiskeys right that's kind of more your flavor maybe yeah 
it's a it's a it's a weird one because yes, I guess when my journey of of drinking copious amounts of whiskey is that um, <laughs> I, start, I, start, I went I went down the sort of you know the the, the peated road and right. I, loved, I couldn't get enough of it and I went you know started off with this sort of lag of lens and I, I you know I'm a good friend of Lafroig and, and been there many a time and then um, you know and even the, you know the Octomore have you ever tried that I mean oh, it's yeah. oh yeah a few times it's it's, it's I mean, it's the, the the far end of the spectrum of peated whiskey, and and I don't know. I think my taste buds changed, um, and I still enjoy a peated whiskey. But it's, it's odd how maybe I'm getting old. I don't know, but it's 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 it changes. And I think um, I sort of started getting into more sweet uh, whiskey, and then into single grains. And I think that's primarily you know why we then ended up with the Sassanac spirit of home because it, it does have a single grain in it, and I, I just. Mm-hmm. Some, I love something about the single grain. It's so interesting. We have a 30-year Invergordon uh, single grain, or no, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah. gorgeous, um, but it's that yeah. grain piece. It's unique, super yeah. unique. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just yeah. a little more depth. There's also something very romantic about that idea, right? Like if you can capture such a pure element of whatever that spirit is making you experience or whatever it takes you back to. I mean, that's mm. that's one of the things that we ask a lot of people about and we talk about on the show a lot. You know, what was it about whiskey that made you want to dive into that journey deeper? And it mm. always, always, always comes back to the fact that it's about savoring experience or savoring time with people. So yeah, it's, up in there. it is a unique drink, isn't it? I mean, like mm. other drinks, I don't think have that uh, quite that emotional response. You know, you know, a bottle of vodka, people, you know, is always great, but you know, you don't sit and go, let's all just sit and enjoy this. Or the same with the same with a lot of drinks. I think there's something about whiskey, and it it really is. It's a, it's a living, it's a, it's almost a living drink as well. You know, it has all of that, um, I guess almost terroir, you know, like the, 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 the barrel, but also the, the location, um, and when it was laid down and, and all that sort of thing. I think it really, uh, it's quite, quite magical. Yeah. You just said one of Bobby's favorite phrases, by the way. We have the terroir well, debate all the time. Yeah. There's this weird debate <laughs> in the whiskey world where if terroir really is that influential and it absolutely is in, in my opinion but of course the I land and and where it's where it's at i mean i'm a big highland park fan and mm. up in those or mm. that orkney that weather is so unique it creates a unique whiskey and the grains that yep. they pull from that area creates a unique whiskey and so i i'm 100 percent on board with that yeah no it, it's it's um it's poetic yeah yeah i mean i you know you go to a distillery in, in isla and you know, the truth is, you know, a lot of their whiskey is not aged on either. It's probably a, you know, a, a warehouse outside Glasgow or whatever. But there are, you know, barrels there that are reserved. And and you can't say that that barrel sitting there on the side of, you know, the, the North Sea is, mm-hmm. you know, all that wind and rain and moisture is not being influenced. And I know it is, you know, they, they don't, much like the house I'm in right now, they don't have air conditioning. They, they literally, they use the windows and they open the windows to let the air in and they close the windows. And um, I feel I wish I had opened the windows here because it's boiling. <laughs> we thought if we'd had you in our, uh, we have a studio and the yeah. AC doesn't work in it. Um, it's, a, yeah. it's an old building. Yeah, We're so, working on it. Well, again, he'd be sweating. So I'm, I'm kind of glad about, to see you're sweating because yeah, it we, makes we, me feel better. We've gone about two months of recording while just completely sweating and glistening so we're we're yeah. excited for someone else to be doing it i mean no offense yeah, I'll, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll sweat for you guys yeah it's great solidarity <laughs> um 
Yeah, I was just going to say before, we, we definitely want to get into tasting Sassanac with you. Before we get there, though, I was hoping we could kind of expand on, you know, this topic we're dancing around a little bit and uh, really capturing, I guess, the essence of Scottish culture. I mean, it mm. seems like so many of the things that you've been involved in and, you know, kind of thrown yourself into since, you know, getting to this level of a, a platform are just a love affair with Scotland and celebrating so many things about it, whether it's Men in Kilts or the Great Glen Company. So yeah. I was hoping you could kind of talk to us a little bit about, you know, what your drive has been with setting those up, because uh, it definitely comes through in the work. Yeah, uh, no, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, so I, I was living in London for 12 years and spent a lot of time in America. And when I got Outlander and, and went back to shoot, it, it made, I just fell in love with, you know, with the country and, um, you know, my passion for the outdoors and for hiking and for exploring Scotland. And I just, um, I just really want to celebrate it. And I think, again, going back to, I, I think in some ways, a lot of Scotland is, is kind of the shortbread tin, um, traditional kind of twee is what we mm -hmm. say, you know, style of, of presenting Scotland, but Scotland is, you know, vibrant. Um, it has a great produce. It has amazing craftsmen. Um, and I just wanted to, yeah, to, I guess I have a, a platform, a great platform to, 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 to introduce it to the rest of the world. And, and hence the reason that, um, I do a lot of products, we, you know, through Great Glen Company. We've been doing, we have our own tartan. Um, we have our own tweed. Uh, and we make products that I guess, you know, that I'm, that I'm proud of, things that I love. And I guess I want to make it accessible. Yeah. I mean, the Sassanac is the outsider, but should be inclusive. You know, it's not, um, it used to be a derogatory term, but now, uh, I think due to the show, but also the nature of Scotland, mm -hmm. Scotland is a very quite a forward thinking place. And I think that, yeah, I think it, all, all are welcome. Um, and through the TV show and the books and mm -hmm. everything else that I'm, um, involved in. Yeah. I'm just trying to share my love of, of our wee, wee country. <laughs> It's almost like outsiders the the way in. I mean, the, and and the, it's funny because the bottle's so beautiful, and yeah. Aaron's really the yeah. bottle chaser, but it stands out. It, it is an outsider. You yeah. put this on the shelf, yeah. it seems like it might be something different, and then you say, "Oh, it's a whiskey." Yeah. There is elegance there, and that's that's important. Even even the unicorn on the top here—that was something that I was looking at. And did I hear correctly that this like the unicorn was chosen because it's the, what was it the natural enemy of the lion, which represented? britain because they were Look fighting for the crown i get it right is that a sore so, topic the, the, <laughs> yes so, so the whole thing you know i think from the whole process you know was in, uh, was was i was completely hands-on and i think you know from designing the the logo the unicorn which is the national animal of scotland i mean oh, isn't that ridiculous that's it is hitting on so many levels <laughs> perfect you know such a strong kind of traditionally warrior nation and we've got this magical creature <laughs> but it's so so it's the only it is the only animal that could apparently kill a lion and um and if you look on the coats of arms especially you know the, the queen's coat of arms mm -hmm. you know you've always got a lion and the unicorn representing england and scotland and the unicorn has got if you look closely got chains around its legs but they're breaking so it's yeah. breaking either these oh. chains um, and I believe only a virgin can can subdue a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard that. I've, yeah. we should, I've not, uh, I have not heard well, that. Well, put if an you, ad out. I guess. A whiskey virgin. You don't learn it in public school. That's more. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. They don't have the budget to. I teach. was I was sick that day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, but also the bottle. Yeah, you mentioned this. You know, I wanted something that was was so I was looking at a lot of different influences, and I don't. You guys don't know um, the Harris Gin. 
in Scotland. It's mm-hmm. a, I think, yeah, the Isle of Harris, obviously. Um, but it's a beautiful, beautiful bottle. And um, it was one of these things, it was, there was a real uh, moment where everyone was collecting the bottles and putting fairy lights in them and sort of, you know, putting them on their shelves. And it, it just made me realize that, you know, I think people want something special, you know, and as we are a, a special edition and, and probably a premium premium whiskey, I think, you know, I wanted people to, to really have a, a keepsake. And I think hopefully the bottle says that. It's almost like a decanter as well. Yeah. Um, we, we, we initially went for a, a, a glass stopper um, and went through a whole process of trying to sort of get that made. And it just, it failed a lot in uh, a lot of the heat tests and the travel tests. Um, and eventually we decided to go for cork because I just love cork. The sound. Um, something about it yeah you yeah. know a, a lot of people use those the, the synthetic cork now and mm. i just love the the real tr- traditional stuff you can really when you put it off makes great sound and you can smell you can smell the whiskey on, on the cork and yeah I, I almost feel like that's also something you could just keep i, I am i weird i just wander around with bottle stoppers in my pocket it's a it's, bit, it's a husky do, uh, bottle do cork people there. not yeah. do that yeah, wander around. I'm sorry. Aaron, you've just been a trendsetter. And I wear them. I didn't know. I didn't medallions know. Medallions on my around my neck. Yes, yeah. just a big cord. It's just embarrassing when you go to pay for a cup of coffee and you bring out, you know, whiskey. <laughs> Do you take these as currency, <laughs> sir? You need help. That's what you need. It's contactless. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about the whisk the whiskey itself a little bit um, for for a couple minutes. So uh, first, it, some. Pretty good awards, number one. Um, hmm. Two times double gold at San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Uh, gold at the International Spirits Ch- uh, Challenge. Gold at the Spe- uh, the Scotch Whiskey Masters. Um, and then there's others as well. Those are just sort of like the top yeah. three that, you know, pop yeah. up. Um, so, I mean, it's good. And, and like we said before, you know, you, you see a, you see a, a quote celebrity whiskey right and you were talking about how you know you got approached by different distilleries hey you want to just slap your name on this and yeah. you know that you hear about a slit and you're like okay and we'll see what this is like so when you get one that is created by produced by someone who is a quote celebrity and it's pretty friggin good i mm. it always makes me happy and it, it it always it always it always goes one step further just as far as respect goes for you know the person producing it and you, you've already talked about that but um you mind doing just like a little tasting with us real quick we'll talk about sure. notes and, or yeah. whatever and we and just something we talked about before before you jump into it his point it takes you from that you know oh, he's a celebrity that makes whiskey you're a whiskey maker yeah and there's people in the industry well-respected people in the whiskey industry that see this as that as you a part of it so I think that's amazing. I think that you are you are in that family in that group because you made something that is truly good and appreciative. And uh, so no, thank you for that. Is is I oh, think is the whole is the this um, is too much. Yeah, no, I, that's all you oh, get. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's We're it. done. It's okay. done now. Now uh, it's hard. Oh, it's, I mean, right, thanks everyone for tuning in. Yeah, uh, we'll see you next week. No. <laughs> no, I mean to be honest, I mean myself and my business partner Alex. Narizi, we we call it our baby. Like we literally have put so much time and effort into this, and um, and it really was. You know, even even at the beginning, it was like I wanted to do a blend. I I, I looked at the market and I was like, you look at the Asian blends, and that was something I was drinking a lot of. You know, I love um, you know the Hibiki or the mm-hmm. the Cavalan or the you know the Vietnamese whiskey. I mean, there's there's so many great whiskeys out there, um, and they were just doing this sort of really well balanced. Um, 
whiskey that I thought was accessible, but also, you know, not just, you know, the, the, the Johnny Walkers or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. but there, there wasn't a Scottish version of that really. Um, and so I wanted to make something that, that was like uh, the Asian blends, but quintessentially Scottish. So, um, that's where, that's kind of where we fell on, on going for a blend. And then, um, I guess in choosing what was in it, I knew that I loved single grain. Um, and then we, we went for some, some, uh, some aged malts to give it that, that quintessential sort of Scottish, Scottish, I guess, taste character. Let's drink it. Yeah. Let's oh, okay. Gosh. He's pushy. Our listeners know when there's silence, that's because we're drinking it and enjoying it. <laughs> or looking at each other like, is it is it too soon to have more? Are we are we, <laughs> are we alcoholics? Oh my god, um, the yeah. nose is I know. So I've to the me, nose the nose yeah. is really Yeah. To me that was something that I wanted, you know, I wanted it to deliver on all levels. You know, we, we looked at a lot of different malts and we played around, but this this sort of uh, final version, it just it felt like it really delivered. It's like very sweet but refreshing at the same time. I, I get almost a, like a floral honey type yeah. note on the nose, yeah. which yep. is it's unusual a, for a Scotch whiskey. Right? Um, yeah. you, you see it a little a little more in 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 your 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 grain whiskeys, your Scotch grain whiskeys, but like I, I, potent to mm-hmm. me the that sort of floral honey thing, almost well, like a honeysuckle. And it's funny too because we just did an episode. We haven't released it yet, but um, on Japanese whiskeys, and you know we were mm-hmm. talking a lot about how that's kind of a hallmark of a lot of what we were tasting. Um, at that point, we had, what, the Nika coffee yeah, the grain? the Nika coffee grain, which was another grain. Mm, yeah, nice. whiskey, yeah. Boom. No, I'm a big fan of grain uh, whiskeys, too. You could, Grain is complex, and you hit the nail on the head, um, Sam. It's There's a little more depth to it. And I think people, over when especially when they think of Scottish whiskey, they kind of overlook the grain aspect. And it's not a big market over there, but it really should be. They, it's almost like they leave it for the bourbon and they, they, they yeah. want to stick to that barley. And I'm like, there's so much more depth if you really, and especially in a good blend, if you do it right. Um, yeah. It's complex. Yeah. The nose yeah. is gorgeous. You, with the single grains, you get, you know, some really amazing age stuff, which is, you know, just sitting around and you can get your hands on it. And it's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, I've been buying a, quite a lot of, you know, 30 year old, I even bought a, for my birthday, I bought myself a 40 year old, uh, single grain. It was, and it was, you know, a third of the price of what a, a single malt would be, but I think it is overlooked. So that's a 19 year old organic grain we've got in there, um, which has been aged in, in bourbon. Um, so it does have a lot of that sweetness. Um, I love the hug that it leaves you with too, you know, mm-hmm. as it just kind of like follows mm-hmm. down at the, the end of the finish there. Yeah, just not, not, yeah. E- not even, not even a taste or any, the physical feeling. Oh, it's get. super yeah. oily, fatty, and I yeah. think it's Sam. What is this? Uh, Forty, yeah, forty-six. So yeah. there's definitely depth. Yeah, I mean it's a yeah. it's a it's a fatty whiskey, which I love. That's yeah, my that, jam. that's a good thing when we yeah. <laughs> when we say that people. Well, that's where flavor is in yeah. food. Fat is flavor, right? right? It's a good right. oily, fatty whiskey, which. Fatty whiskeys, oily whiskeys, to me lead to a good finish and mm. and depth. Mm. Complexity holds on a lot of a lot of a lot of flavor. And just the way it clings to the top of the Glencairn too, and you get these tiny little trills down. You know, it's almost like yeah. it's reluctant to leave. Oh, I love it. Hey, chasers, Aaron here. I wanted to talk about our sponsor, Wilderness Trail Distillery. If you want a great whiskey without the fake legends and made-up history, try some Wilderness Trail Fine Kentucky Bourbon. It's made by master distiller Shane Baker. 
and fermentation expert Pat Heist, who you've heard on the podcast, at their distillery in Danville, Kentucky. They make a weeded bourbon, a high rye bourbon, and a Kentucky-grown rye whiskey. Wilderness Trail is offered in bottled in bond or cask strength. It's non-chill filtered, and the mash bill is on the side of every bottle, so you know what you're buying. This is real information. Not some magical recipe or who Shane's great-great-grandpa is. I'm telling you, keep an eye out for Wilderness Trail in your favorite store. If you happen to see a barrel pick or special release of Wilderness Trail on the shelf at your store, grab it. It's not going to last long. If you want more information, check them out online at wildernesstraildistillery.com. So we were, we were ready to go. We had the labels printed, the bottles made, <clears throat> and, um, and, and the whiskey was 43%. And it was like our last tasting and I, and we were literally the day after we were sort of good to go on the production. And I just, I couldn't do it. I was like, no, we have to change the strength and we have to up it to 46. And it it cost us a lot of money because we had to redo everything. We had to redo, you know, our labels and and everything, but it just, that extra percentage, I, I just think it, it holds a lot more flavor and, and I don't think the strength of it is, is off putting for people. I think it's still got a, it's got a bit of a, a spice to it, but not a fire. Um, mm-hmm. as you say, when you swallow it, uh, when you, when it goes down, it, it's not like, you know, it's, it's not rocket fuel. It's, yeah. it, it's very smooth. I it's, think, and people, not, sorry, people say, I hear all the time, new, new whiskey drinkers, they'll use the term smooth, but I think you, you don't want rough, but you do want texture. You want texture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. want it. You want it to exist. So, but like yeah. silk or velvet, not sandpaper. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I think the fattiness gives you all that sort of oomph, if you will, that that you're looking. Is for. that what I sound like when I say fattiness? Because I'll stop. <laughs> what fattiness? Is, it might be the wrong word. That might, yeah. I, I don't know what you mean. Bobby yeah. went on a run today. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I did. You guys watched that show alone. Yes, live it. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it right now, and I'm I'm about seven seven episodes in in about two days. But but I mean, they talk about fat all the time. You need fat to su- need to survive. You need yeah. fat to live. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, so I, uh, it's going to be my mantra. I did go on a run today, thinking of you because then you get, well, you have a charity. <laughs> You're in great shape. Oh, oh um, the charity. Yeah. You have a charity that's uh, you know revolves around. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to go on a run. I was. I'm prior military, I can't come on this thing and not represent. Thank, thank you for your service. For my service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for your um, service. And I, I have to represent um, some type of. So I don't know if you can tell, but I've lost. You look great. A, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm done. One run. It's That's one. It. It's like once. You take one. You one. Yeah. It's inspirational. Once every four years, whether he needs it or not. Yeah, he'll go on around. <laughs> and that's how I, for my age, that's why I look like this. So, you know, if you want to take your shirt off, Sam will do. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's 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 do a run. We'll do a run together every no, time we, no, we do no. a release. I've seen you pick things up and put things down. I'm good. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for that. But uh, yeah, if I'm ever out your way or this way, I'll I'll Go follow yogging. behind you in a car to make sure you're fine. But uh, can we talk about bottles. the charity a little bit? Because so so yeah. for you, Sam, um, cast chasers. Other than being educational podcast and everything we do, a big part of what we are and what we love and what we appreciate is charity. And we do a charity mm. event every year, and it's 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 for different things and various programs. But we always try to give back and show that whiskey isn't just you know like you said before your dad's drink. It's a good drink. It's a community drink. It's metaphorically meant to be drank around a fire and with friends and mm. family, and to do more for the community. 
you have a, a, a charity part, and I think Katie wanted to jump in that a little bit, but um, I'd like yeah. to talk about that a little bit. It, yeah. It's impressive. It's it's something that definitely resonated us when we were kind of looking into similarities and things we wanted to talk about with you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you can spend a few minutes kind of talking through My Peak Challenge, how it came to be, what you guys are focused on, you know, we'd, we'd love uh, to give a chance to speak to that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, whiskey, whiskey and fitness, they go hand in hand, right? I think uh, <laughs> they don't not go hand in hand. I told you I ran. <laughs> the whiskey was at the end of the run. That's yeah. what was going on. That's, that's why you ran faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, My Peak Challenge is a charity fundraiser that we uh, started when I was first went back to Scotland to, to shoot Outlander. And it really was kind of an organic thing you know, with my trainer we were sort of posting you know workouts on, on social media and then also you know my love of hiking and the outdoors in Scotland and um, and then I met my business partner Alex and he really has helped it grow from you know what was you know I guess we were raised about 20 twenty thousand pounds the first year to now we've raised um, over 5.5 million for for charity wow. each each year we Oh, thank you. But it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's not us, you know, we, we provide the platform, but it's, it's our peakers as, as we call them. And it's the, the, the members. Um, and, and basically you sign up, you get a, a workout plan every day, you get a video, um, you get a food plan, there's a forum, there's, um, yoga, there's mindfulness, there's, um, sort of the whole, whole gambit of, of a sort of creating a healthy, healthy lifestyle, a healthy habit. Um, but whilst you're helping yourself, you're helping others because 50% of all, all those profits go to charity. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just great because we get to work with some amazing charity partners, um, from, um, Bloodwise to, to Marie Curie to, um, to global food banking, um, to the environmental defense fund and yeah each year we, we try and pick a, a new charity so um it's been it's been great you know and i think the peakers are just fantastic because on, on our forum they share you know their their it's a very uh, private place and a very supportive place and, and you know they'll share their their highs their lows uh, and people's sort of goals and the just the, just the work that they do is incredible and that they're really sort of um unstoppable so yeah so cheers to them because they really are the 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 superheroes in this. That's awesome. Quite yeah. literally. That's Cheers awesome. to them. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So you talked about uh, there's a food plan for everybody. How much Sassanac whiskey is on the food plan? <laughs> yeah, all, like it's zero oh, calories. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's, it's daily. In fact, some people say it's too much. Dana. It's a bit like Dana. Um, I disagree. Wives. Diet. We got a new food plan. Wives. We, we're going we're gonna, <laughs> to. You heard it from this guy. <laughs> we can do that. He it's did. interesting because actually um, going back to like you know, I'd say a large demo, part of our demographic are, are female, and and I think in a way, some sometimes women have been written off as, as not being whiskey drinkers, um, and I think from having seen you know our sales and, and people sort of saying they enjoy it, you know, women love whiskey, and like, why do we have to serve them something pink or you know in a in a glittery bottle? It's like, no, it's um. They're the I whiskey drinkers. I think, <laughs> I think Aaron pulled um, stats because we love stats for some reason from the show. Yeah. What percentage? Nerds oh, like that. so yeah. <laughs> and th- this was ra- random random stat that my that uh, got sent to me from our our podcast where where we hosted the or podcast whatever. fairy who keeps uh, track of all of our notes. From our, I don't I don't stats, know how yeah. the internet machine works. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, it was actually an email sent to me, just an update of our stats, and it highlighted one. And uh, to your point, as far as whiskey drinkers go, and we are a whiskey podcast, 
our podcast skews 4% more towards female listeners than the mm. average podcast, whatever that is. So, mm. which was actually a surprise to me because we're constantly talking about how, you know, uh, sort of what you, we were, we were talking about to begin with, you know, how it's the, the good old boys are drinking whiskey or your mm. grandfather or whatever. And it's getting very far away from that, which, which I really dig. I think that's why though, because we always bring that to the forefront of the conversation. I mean, we did a whole whiskey and or women in whiskey month, um, earlier in March. And there are just so many different unique stories to celebrate. And when you kind of peel back the bones of what everybody thinks whiskey might be, it's just community sharing. It's a great experience. And that's something that anybody can relate to. And then when you find out that so many women seem to prefer stronger tasting, cask strength, real punchy in the face types of whiskey... I don't know. I just enjoy those conversations well, too. I mean, you and, but I mean, both both our wives. It's 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 the it's these harsher whiskeys, these barrel proofs, these cast strengths, these uh, rise and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, man, I need to take a nap after that stuff. You're like, what? What? I can't take that. But they can. <laughs> well, we were on a um, kind of promoting and everything. We were on a uh, an Outlander fan page. Um, oh yeah, just we, to give them a little bit of a shout out. Uh, yeah, they I love mean, you they, to they, death, they, man. Uh, I think I heard the stampede of them behind you a minute ago. That's right. That we've sound. got we've got the doors bolted. <laughs> I'm sure you know how they are. But no, we were we were talking uh, the other night on Instagram. There were a couple of them there. I thought I think it was at Outlander Chronicles, the Outlander Lounge, and Outlander oh. Obsessed were a couple of them, and they were just on like a facebook live thing just talking about the books the movie or but the movie the show but we're whiskey people we are whiskey people and we were like oh you know and somebody mentioned sassanac whiskey i'm not sure exactly how it came up everybody had a bottle everybody had a <laughs> bottle of sassanac whiskey Every and one then and then uh right. I, I think bobby chimed in and then everybody was just talking whiskey and it was primarily yeah. women and they were just all talking whiskey really into the conversation and it, it was it was really neat really neat to see they only mm. brought you up like one or two times maybe <laughs> but um <laughs> per per minute it's more about the whiskey but um but it's no. interesting how whiskey brings people together that's 100 percent right? uh, it's it starts people talking and it can be people from any walk of life and you just uh, it's, it's well it, it i mean here's a scenario i mean you you know, in your, you went down the acting road and everything, which is amazing. And thank you for that. But uh, we went down this, here we are coming together to talk about mm. this central, yeah. you know, that's in everybody's cupboard, everybody's house, everybody's, you know, whether they're mixing it, which we're fine with, love a good cocktail, or they're pouring it neat or over ice or whatever they're doing. And then it normally leads to a conversation just like this. And that's why I think people ask how that aren't in our whiskey world, how did your podcast get so successful i mean we moved fast yeah and we mm. said people like whiskey and yeah. it's that simple and people that like whiskey like to talk about it they so. really do they really <laughs> do so much so we spent a ton of money on like, equipment to talk about your studio yeah it always seems like not quite enough something's always working we a little bit not something. the way it's supposed to but yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so, so no. I, I wanted to i i in we have notes and everything, and we kind of skipped over it, but I got to know if that's okay. No. Um, I, that's Katie's per- Permission our, granted. Yeah, our beautiful director. Thanks, boss. Amazing in every way. <laughs> I've never been super jealous of anyone before, but there's a scene in Men and Kill. It's a great show. If you're not watching it, oh, it's amazing. Where you and Graham are drinking a 25-year Laphroaig at Laphroaig um, yeah. after you dove through some grain, which is also one of my dreams, but that's a side project, um, and dug some peat, which is another thing I'd love to do. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to do it all. You're really, really selling do. it. What's, what's going on? <laughs> he did, he's, he's living my dream is what's happening. Not the <laughs> acting piece, but the whole everything. I want to dig Pete in a field. In a, in a bog. I, that's... <laughs> There's some guy that digs Pete for a living. He's like, I'll trade you. Right, right now. yeah. It smells real good is what I hear. So, Can you talk about that experience? I mean, just because, and I'm, here's what I'm getting at. I had Koila 15, I think it was the 15, in Isla. Um, no, we were in um, the Isle of Skye and mm-hmm. on a, like a mountaintop kind of area and yeah. drinking it. Yeah. And something about being there in that experience made it taste better, made it more important. Can you talk about what that was like to to just be there and to take such a great whiskey? Uh, I think you've really hit it because, uh, you know, I was saying earlier that I don't drink as much peated whiskey as I used to, but the times I do, normally I'll take a little hip flask when I go hiking in, in Scotland and if I go up a mountain, there's something about a peated whiskey when you're outdoors, when you're cold, it's wet, you're looking out over the mountains. Um, it, it just, it tastes I don't know what it is. It's again, it's something about the landscape. Um, and in that moment, yeah, we were, we were at Lafroy and we we're looking out over the bay, you know, Isla is this incredible little Island that produces so much peated whiskey that was really very central to, I guess, you know, the shipping routes over to America. Um, and, uh, just, just to be sitting there drinking something that was laid down, I believe that, that we were with John Campbell, I think, and his, um, the, 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 head distiller there he i think that was laid down when he first started work there like 25 years ago um it was incredible they've actually got a 20 21 year old um special edition which is so good um i really love but uh yeah it was it was just amazing and again you know it's 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 about the company you're with as well you know i'm sure if you're on your own tastes great but to share that shared experience and to be sitting in the bay and and having having you know dived into the 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 barley and it's falling out of my boot and it's in my pockets and having seen the whole process and doug pete which by, by the way is it's really difficult it's it's like it's hard work it didn't um, it didn't look like it came apart easily i mean i'm sure bobby could do it he went for a easily. run this morning but um <laughs> it's preparation that's for your for your peat digging yeah i might put that in my my peat challenge now that might be the, the next workout peat digging? i like it <laughs> peat digging but drink a lot of sassanac so i mean it's, you it's yeah. great what have you been doing peat peat and sassanac <laughs> Drinking, drinking my Sassanac and ne- doing my peat digs. <laughs> yeah, jealous. I think I think there's we're onto a winner here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New business model. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I I have to say too. One of the things that I loved about the Men in Kilt series, especially the timing of it. I mean, I started watching that right when my travel itch was at its worst because you know pandemic watching, and so to go through and see you and Graham just have all these ridiculous adventures and laugh it up along the way, you know, and I, I mean, just to go to the places you went to, um, yeah. you guys don't know this about me. I almost went to St. Andrews. Like I was this close. I know. Why, why the secrets? Are you a golfer? I like to be, uh, yeah, my granddad was a, a pro and then, um, I forget like what level it was back in the thirties. Uh, this is my dad's dad. And then, uh, you know, he ended up fighting in World War II, came home, did the family thing. But we still have trophies of his that each of my brothers and I have. So that was one piece of it. And then just It's beautiful. Being we, we, we did the whole tour from London all the way up to Edinburgh, all yeah. the way up um, into Sky and back all the way back down. And Amazing. we met people that 
in in London specifically that have never even been up in that area. So it was a yeah. treat. But that's that area whole. You, you I know you got it. We. It's amazing. Different life choices. It's a different. It's a different nothing. kind of experience, Scotland. <laughs> I can I can see yeah. the appeal. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is, and it's it's funny how people actually Americans do. They they come over to Scotland and they just drive it, and and you guys are used to driving. You know, we we're like, oh my god, it's a two three hour drive to get to to Oban or, or whatever, uh, which is delicious whiskey, by the way. Um, but but you guys don't think twice about it. You'll just jump in the car and go. It's 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 strange. We just in the UK, I guess we're less. Um, less mobile or something, but there's there's so much to Scotland to see and, and men and kilts. We, I really wanted to share a lot of you know the places or the things that I enjoy and there's a whole side to it we haven't even explored really. But um, but we did at least get to go to the, some of the islands and one of my favorite favorite things to do is go on a ferry. Um, you can get to the islands on ferries. You get to Sky by a ferry if you want, and um, it's just there's something really magical about it. Sort of you feel like you're exploring and going somewhere. Very old world. Yeah. What yeah. do you think the best whiskey to have on a ferry would be? Oh wow! Depends if you're driving or not, or if you're driving. <laughs> ferry, but, um, well, wait, 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 no, Sam, 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 Sam. There's a driving whiskey in it. <laughs> How Scottish yeah, let's are back you? up. What's your favorite driving whiskey? <laughs> no, 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 no. I would never. I would never yeah, drink. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, but I would certainly stop somewhere for a wee dram. But no, just mentioning Oban there. I think. Um, it's actually a, a dram that I really enjoy, and, and Oban is this, you know, um, little town on the on the west coast of Scotland. It really is a port that you can get the ferry to, you know, the Isle of Mull, Muck, Rum, Egg, um, Sky, Harris, Lewis. So it, it really is a, a real central location, and and there we are. The man's got it himself, and I think it's a it's something about Oban. It feels like it's a very very clean spirit. There's something mm-hmm. about it. It feels very, um, I don't know, sort of fresh and light. And damn, I wish I had some. I can see you pouring it now. That's, yeah, we, that's so this is the Oban 18. We're, we're easily influenced. And Sam said Oban, <laughs> right. so that's here right. we are. So Oban 18. Um, God, it's an amazing whiskey. Yeah. Uh, I haven't yeah. had this in years. Actually, my first time trying it was in Walt Disney. So, Aaron, I love the shirt reference. Yeah, you're welcome. As part oh, of nice. a whiskey flight. At the Rosen Crown Pub, I yep. want to say. That's that's a thing. Yeah. So I had Oban. I had Lagvulin. And it's funny. I remember going through and loving it. And my dad was like, I don't think I can handle this jet fuel. <laughs> no. It's it's a, he's adorable. That's so a great pass it over to you. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> we, were in, we, were in the, we were in a bar recently with some friends. And um, we had somebody that was there that wasn't a whiskey drinker. And she wanted to be. She wanted to understand what we were. Because we were smelling it, nosing it, to, and just talking about it. She wanted to be a part of it. And we were walking you through when you meet somebody that's not a whiskey, because I'm sure in your circle, there's people that just aren't whiskey people. What is the conversation that you have with them to try to, to sell? What's your pitch on why try whiskey? Why it's not just something to throw in a shot glass or, you know, douse with Coca-Cola, and, which is not a bad thing. This episode is brought to you by Coca-Cola. No, yeah, right. <laughs> is that a lawsuit? I don't know. Anyway, uh, we'll find out. Uh, yeah, we'll find out. Um, but no, what what is that conversation for you? I mean, how do you... The, the, I'll be honest, and for the listeners, the Sassanek is an approachable whiskey. That proof we were just talking about, I know it seems a little higher at 46. It is as approachable and as delicate as it, it is an in a good way. easy drinker. Mm-hmm. An easy yeah. drinker. Yeah, just question, to get, yeah. question for you guys, because we talk about approachable scotches a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you compare the approachability of Sassanek to Glenmorangie? 
oh. approachability. I think you're 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 right there. I I would say the 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 Sassanac is going to be a more luxurious whiskey for there's, sure. There's a lot of depth, and I, again, it goes back to. And I want you to answer that. I'm sorry, we kind of. Hey, could that you answer me. this question? Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk amongst ourselves. Gonna, that was me. No, no, no. <laughs> it's really interesting hearing you guys talk well, about it. I think it's... I, yeah. I am a... I, and I sincerely mean this. I am a grain fan. I, I like I'm, I like Compass Box, for example, as a great blended yeah, whiskey. Right. Stuff, yeah. I think people yeah. get caught up on age statements. People get caught up on single malt. And that's in your head. And we talk about the emotion... Sam, it's that conversation that, you know, us connecting right now because we're talking about whiskey and it's a, it's a, it, there's an emotion there, but there's a negative psychology too, where people get it in their head that if it's not Kentucky, it's not bourbon. If it's, that's going to upset some people. If it's not a uh, single malt, it's not scotch. You know what I mean? And that's, couldn't be farther from the truth. Not that there's no, not great stuff in those categories. Amazing yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. But you're missing out if you're not approaching a, a blend because they are, because Here's what a blend is. A blend is taking it's. I, I look at it like a chef would. It's taking the best ingredients, bringing it together, and making right. an amazing dish. And saying, "I use the best ingredients to make this," and that's, that's what a that's what a that's blend beautiful. is. Yeah, that's exactly you can it. have and that. So unique. It's so unique because it's it, it is a blend of all these great things. It's yeah. it's you know it's it's like going for a Michelin star meal rather than going to in and out or something which and there's great they're both great right <laughs> but you get to go and have something re- that's been really worked and put together and but i'm not saying it's prissy or it's fussy but it's yeah you're going somewhere where it's it's been really um uh crafted yeah so you're back to it you're talking to a new person what do you say what do you what do you t- how do you make them believe that that's not you know hot gasoline or petrol. Yeah, just whiskey in general, I'd say, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would probably, I mean, if I could, I would probably, you know, bring them to Scotland. And there's a wee bar where I took my business partner who had never drunk whiskey before in in his life or dra- drank. He didn't drink till I met him, which is I'm not oh. sure a good thing. But, but, um, <laughs> You're uh, inspiring everyone in different ways. <laughs> exactly. Think of it. We've drank with you too. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I never drank before today to be honest. No, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I'll, t- I'll take you guys as well. It's this little bar and we went, it's called the Ben Nevis and uh, it's got, you know, it was a great collection of whiskey. And in the corner was, you know, some, some people that just turned up, which, basically called a, a Kaylee, like they, they just got together, started jamming, playing Scottish music. And, and I started to talk to him about whiskey and tell him, you know, about like the, the process of making it and, um, and, and, you know, the, all the ingredients that go into it, you know, it's just, it's just water. Um, it's just the wood. It's just, you know, all, all these factors. Um, and, and just being there and feeling, feeling the sort of the life and the energy of Scotland. And, and it's sort of been almost captured in a bottle. Um, it just, when you start to really taste whiskey and, and pick it apart and go, what is this? What am I tasting? You start to realize it's this whole world of, of exciting things to try. And you'll, you'll find a whiskey for yourself. You know, you, you keep trying, you'll find one that you really enjoy. Absolutely. I love Dang, that. That was good. I love that. Well, and so I, to your point, number one, I'm 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 going to tell you that I'm not into whiskey, so that you take me to Scotland and take me to a bar. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but number two, um, we we Cast Chasers got started as a group of people coming together physically and talking about whiskey, and obviously COVID and you know that sort of went away. But like 
that was a huge element of it for me and for like the enjoy the enjoyment of it is the people you're sharing it with the the memories you're making the time you're having and i i i i've heard people you know uh cornerstones in the industry echo that over and over and over again and to hear you say basically the same thing is i i love it i that that's fantastic so well put yeah and again and i I won't bring their name up now. I'll tell you afterwards um, as we wrap up. But, um, you know, there are, like I said before, people in the industry. And this is uh, just more kudos to you and to the listeners who are hesitant, who have met you, people in the industry you've worked with and who have said he does care. Uh, and, and the whiskey in that bottle is, is, a, is a work of passion, love and effort. So, um, and it, and it just tastes good. I mean, it's great. I mean, we're drinking the Oban right now and that's who I'm talking about, but no, I'm just kidding. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, Sassanac's okay too, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Sam, that's for you. That's, that's true. It's, it's a great whiskey. It's a good whiskey. One of the things uh, we pride ourselves on, on, on cast chasers, we don't placate, we don't bring whiskeys on, we don't care about, we don't, we, we refuse, um, to talk about a whiskey or. Much like yeah. you, we've turned down incredibly lucrative opportunities to just slap our name on things, you know? I don't know about incredibly <laughs> lucrative. Different scales. different. It's all relative, <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. I'm easily... I can be bought. I can be bought. Yeah. You guys are going to have to do your own whiskey sometime. There's an idea. Uh, There's an idea. Maybe. Mm, yeah. Well, I'll be excited to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, that's a, that's a later down the road conversation, but you'll definitely hopefully get the word of that, so. Yeah. Get yeah. something, something. I'll have to edit all that up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> huh? This is edit time. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> no, I'm excited to try it. But uh, no, we we also, you know, we're working on other stuff as well. But it's um, it's to be, it's it really is a you know a passion project, and it's something that I, I did you know, poured my heart into, and and a lot of time, and and we're you know we're self finance, we're. You know, doing this on our own, we, we didn't have any help and um, it's been a real learning curve. But, um, you know, I'm just so glad that people can finally get their hands on it because it's obviously it's, it's been a, it's been a, a wait for it. But um, I'm excited for people to try it. Yeah. The first U.S. release was a that was a that was a, a uh, adventure <laughs> trying to trying to get a hold of yeah. it. And we, we yeah, did. sold out, sold out, I think, in like about seven minutes, I think um, we uh, we posted online and then. We realized there was a, like a typo on the website. We went back to change it, and uh, it was pointless changing it because it had already sold out. Wow! Um, yeah. Well, you hit all yeah. the things too. I mean, and not to bring up sore topics, but I thought it was interesting the the, the German issue with the name and which was mm. very, which is odd, you know. And then there was oh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, they were like that's that. close to our name, and it wasn't anywhere near their name. Um, but there was a well, lot we, of. We've, but we've had some you know, some teething problems and, and you know, but it's it's not it isn't just uh, plain sailing but yeah you know. no it's it's thankfully it's here go get it everyone Brexit, go get it oh, it was really difficult for us you know mm. we we actually started selling in the UK which meant we could we could then export to to the to Europe and we sent off you know a lot of orders to Europe and they all got sent back because they literally that day changed the rules. And, um, yeah, it was, it was frustrating, but we are working on, on our, our next UK, um, European release, which I think will be November. And I think, you know, we should be good to, to export to most European countries. So. Awesome. Fantastic. Sam, before, and we're, we're hitting wrap up here real quick. Um, right. but, and you can go literally whenever you want, but what if he just got uh, up and left? And he just, all right. Thanks guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, meeting but, for all. Uh, w- bef- before we, before we go, 
And I mean, we, we would talk to you for hours and hours, but before we go, what would you, aside from everything we've talked about here, is there anything you'd like to pitch anything you'd like to talk about that we haven't hit on? Um, shout outs, anything like that. I, I think people more or less know where they can follow you and where they can find you. Um, but, uh, just what, anything at all you'd, you'd like to talk about. I always jokingly say, uh, your kid's softball team, whatever. Um, but yeah, take it away. Anything you'd, you'd like to say that we didn't hit Final on. parting words and well wishes. <laughs> Final parting words. Well, why you pour yourself another large dram? Um, I will say... He just lit a fire. Like, literally. <laughs> I, can, I can see this. I'm desperate to, to join you guys in, in the studio next time because I want to see what else you've got hidden back there. But um, Maryland, if you're, ever in, if you're ever in Baltimore. Maryland? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll do it next time for sure. Um Sasnachwhiskey.com. That's all people need to know. Sasnachwhiskey.com, I think, is where we will be uh, on sale. And Sasnachspirits.com, if you want to be kept up to date, there's all the info there, what states we're available in. Um, apart from that, I just really appreciate you guys. You're amazing, and I love that you really enjoy it. And keep, keep, keep up the good work. We'll send you some more because you're empty. That's yeah. right. We we can, uh, oh, it, ladies and gentlemen, we... We essentially killed a bottle too, which is a in the whiskey community is a big deal. And then we'll have a ceremony, and there'll be uh, Viking ships and arrows and fire and all of that. <laughs> More fire. My, my wife's behind <laughs> us, going, "My bottle! It was my bottle." <laughs> fairy lights in it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Have to. <laughs> have to. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's no Harris gin bottle, but I'll put fairy lights in it. <laughs> <laughs> we remember. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, no, thank you guys. Really, really, I could sit and chat and drink all day. Um, I, maybe we could do this again when we do our, our next release. Sure, so. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, anytime. You're, yeah. you're, you're fantastic. Um, if you do find yourself in Baltimore, we'd love to have you in the studio. Mm -hmm. We also do, you know, and um, that'd be great. And until next time. Yeah, share some, share some in person. Let's just push it out to like, you know, give me, give me a few months. When she can actually swallow the whiskey. And, yeah. I'm seven months pregnant right now, oh, yes. so I've just Kate, been tipping a little. Katie is with child. With Bear. Right? With Bear. You guys are making this so much easier. <laughs> Sam, I was doing, I, was, I wasn't making fun of you because I love you to death, but I was doing, we were, we were impersonating you, and I can only do a Russian accent. <laughs> and I was like, I'm Sam, and it's like, right. it's a Sam Hewen, and all just, but that's Australian. And I was like, what is that? that? <laughs> right around the world and back again. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's this great. is if Sam was Russian and or Australian. This that's is right. It's, then it's spot on. You should, do, you should do the intro. I think that would be much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one will be able to tell the difference. I believed the second time. I believed that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Thank you. Guys, thank you so much. So much. All right, Cast Chasers, that's it for this episode, but we'll be back again next week. And if this is your first time listening, we want to personally thank you from the whole Cast Chasers team. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And in the meantime, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cask Chasers. You can also join our Facebook group. And don't forget to check out our website, caskchasers.org, for show notes, Cask Chasers swag, and more. That's it for now. And until next time, remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram. It's all in the chase.
dude. Wow. You you make a classy uh, classy uh, swig. We appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> a classy swig. Uh, you can trademark swig. that. You put, can. put that on your next release. Bob. <laughs> that really quite good. It's classy swig. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Cask Chasers <laughs> called this a classy swig. Or a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Merch, merch shop. <laughs> yeah. I like that. 